welcome to the second episode of the Kinky Peach Podcast. Overwhelmed, I'm excited, you guys are amazing, the reviews are in, and they're pretty positive, I gotta say, and I'm over the moon, so thank you so much. Your excitement makes me so much more excited doing the things that I do, and it just motivates me to do more. So here we are. (laughs) I was hoping that you guys would enjoy it and it seems like you are. So thank you for those that have left comments and five stars and just telling me how much you like it. It means the world to me. It really does. So thank you so much. So if you haven't yet, you know, find me uh, on Instagram at the kinky peach podcast. We'll get this out of the way and uh, give me a follow there. I have a lot of amazing guests coming up. I'm very, very excited to speak to them. Artists, um, musicians, we have some chefs and some just cool people with some really unconventional jobs and careers. We've got some really cool stuff coming up. I'm very excited to share it with you. And I wanted to get into something tonight. So, you know, I'm a connoisseur of sorts of redheads. I don't know if you knew that, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm guessing that most of you follow me because of the redhead thing. And I did, I did mention this in the, um, the first podcast that I had no idea that there was actually such a redhead thing uh, here because I hated my red hair as a child, hated it. I'm not going to lie. I wish I looked like everybody else. I was the... I stood out in my family. I wanted to look like everyone else, and I just didn't. So half of my, well, most of my family is Italian, and there's Irish in there too, but every I grew up in an Italian household. That was the part of the family that I grew up with, and no one looked like me. <laughs> I want to look like everybody else, and no one looked like me. Everyone was a brunette, and, uh, you know, dark skin. They tanned and stuff, and then there was me. And, you know, I got freckles and I got made fun of relentlessly made fun of for my pale skin and red hair. So it wasn't cool, man. Just wasn't cool. But I actually grew up and learned to love it. And it was when I went to college that I was like, yes, okay, guys like this. (laughs) Because before then... Let me, oh, because before then I had no idea. You know why? I was pretty damn sheltered. I went to Catholic school my entire life. They were very small schools in elementary school. And then for high school, I went to an all girls Catholic school. So it was not something where, I mean, I was like, I think there were maybe there was one other redhead in the entire high school when I was there at the time. So it was like one of those things where I kept wanting to like, I wanted to dye it or I wanted to put highlights in it, try to change it in some way to blend in and not stick out so much. And then I went to college and like I said, it was a whole other story. And that's when I really started (laughs) embracing the red hair because I was like, hmm, I see men do like this. Yes. So anyway, what we're going to go over tonight is the redheaded vixen and what that actually means. I have this book and I've had it for a while now and it's called The Big Redhead Book and it's by Erin LaRosa and it's a funny, it's an entertaining 
but it's very factual. I want to go over some of the stuff that she talks about because I think it's so important and fun. There's some myths, there's some facts. So it's just going to be a kind of a, a fun episode talking about redhead. She says that there's six types of redheads and I do agree with that. But tonight we're just going to go over the one. And so the redhead of Vixen is defined as a sultry temptress with flowing red hair and curves for days. So who comes to mind for you? I think of Jessica Rabbit immediately, right? Classic, iconic. And I think of Joan from Mad Men. That's like some examples of the redhead vixen. And it's sort of like lock your men away. And I think of the song Jolene by Mrs. Dolly Parton. And it's like, please don't take my man. And that's how Erin in this book describes the redhead vixen. It's like shield your eyes from, you know, shield your husband's eyes. Here, here comes the redhead vixen. So I just think that's pretty entertaining. But where has this come from throughout history? Why is the redhead woman portrayed in such a sexual light? I guess from a psychology point of view, red, looking at just... You're just looking at the color red and anything. It could be paint on the wall, a dot of red. It actually speeds up your pulse. You know, studies have shown that. You, you, you can't argue that the sexiest lip color is red, red lipstick. The little black dress, yeah, even though it's a classic, that red dress, mm, that's smoldering. So there's a lot with with the color red. So knowing those things and knowing how in psychology and the studies that have been shown that the red color makes your pulse quicken, of course, redheaded women, they're going to give you a response. You know, there's going to be that physical response. So where did it come from in pop culture? You know, before TVs, before movies, before like actresses that we see that we desire whatever there was art one of the first depictions of a redhead vixen was that demon lilith i'm wondering if you're all familiar with who i'm talking about did you ever hear of adam and eve <laughs> lilith apparently was adam's first wife and she didn't want to be she didn't want to be with them because she didn't think they were a good match. And I tend to agree with that. But anyway. So she decided to leave him. And from the mythology surrounding her, there has been many forms, let's say, including her association with the power of seduction. And uh she has been blamed for even causing wet dreams by enticing men in their sleep, for example. That sexuality naturally took over in the form of art. And you'll see her in many, many different paintings, usually with a serpent wrapped around her body. She's voluptuous, she has curves. She has long flowing hair that comes down, long flowing red hair that comes down, drapes over her body like a blanket. And it's just very sultry and suggestive. And there's plenty of other words I can think of that translate into her being depicted as a redheaded vixen. So 
when you're examining how the Vixen Pyramid was built, you'll see the depictions in the art world at the bottom. And then it starts to build up. And I would say Rita Hayworth is in that middle ground there because she was like the first modern image of a redhead sex pot. Hayworth, right? Iconic. And she had this gorgeous red hair on screen. Unfortunately, she was really a brunette. She wasn't a natural red. But what are you going to do? You know, she's still beautiful and she rocked that red hair and it made the women still to this day look up to her and feel so good about being a redhead because she was a bombshell. And a funny fact is that, you know, she was in uh, Gilda. That was a movie, very popular movie she was in uh, where she played a femme fatale. Her performance was so memorable that the atomic bombs being tested during that time were nicknamed Gilda. <laughs> because of her bombshell character but she was pretty disgusted by that but nonetheless Hayworth was the first modern ginger temptress though obviously not the last we've had many more redheaded temptresses throughout history and pop culture so Hayworth made way for characters like Ginger in Gilligan's Island how beautiful was she and hot. I did a Halloween costume two years ago, I think it was. And I was, I tried to be ginger and took a lot of makeup and a wig. And I, I still have that wig. That was so much fun. I'm trying to think of other ones. Amber and Boogie Nights, you know, very highly sexualized women, very sexy and then even even uh, a temptress, like the Red Priestess. I forget her first name, but she's in Game of Thrones. She's this red witch, right? And she just has power and she's seductive. And she, yeah, she's an interesting character. Indulge me, if you will, by examining Mary Jane, for instance, in the Spider-Man series, okay? Or Tony Stark's affection for Pepper Potts. These are two women that you wouldn't really think of as vixens per se but they tempt these heroes and in that way they became an object of longing and a version of the vixen redhead uh you know they weren't they didn't dress overtly sexual or have you know these knockout curves per se or these you know long flowing locks or bedroom eyes whatever they were but they were an object of desire and they had ginger hair people sometimes assume we're going to pull out crazy shit in bed you know like <laughs> like michelle from american pie um or if we aren't crazy in bed like we're gonna act crazy about sex like gloria and wedding crashers so there there's definitely a stigma to being a redheaded woman it's not a coincidence that these characters have red hair and they cast redheads because as the viewer, you know that seeing red hair translates for you that you're probably going to be in for a wild time. And you pretty much are, you know, especially using those uh, last two women as examples here. So I found this... Uh, I found this quote from the show Girls, 
And this is how it goes. Hannah says, she's such a slut in such a big way. Elijah says, in a huge way. She used to do this thing where she would literally just rip the condom off. Hannah, fucking redheads. Seriously, Elijah. I know, redheads, right? <laughs> so throughout, I have some quotes I'm going to pickle in. Um, you know, I have to tell you, I've had some kind of crazy experiences being a redhead in my dating life. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I have a story. I think I'll share it now. So I went on a double date and this was a while ago. A friend of mine, her husband is also a friend of mine. He's a musician and he's in a band with this other guy. And I went on a double, I guess it was a double date. I don't know. I don't think at the time I knew it was a double date, but it was like, it just happened that way. I guess they, they kind of worked it out that way, kind of behind my back, but like, whatever, it was still fun. So did I, I wasn't like over the moon about the guy, but like he was a good musician and that that's always like a plus for me. So that was cool. But, um, yeah, at the end of the night, you know, he started drinking more and everything. And then I was like, uh, and then I just remember him asking me if he could smell my hair. He just desperately wanted to just smell me and particularly my hair. And I was like, um, no, you know, like, I don't know. And like, that's seemingly benign, but for some reason I just wouldn't give it to him. I just wouldn't let him do it. I just couldn't. I don't know why. It just seems so like he just, he wanted it so bad. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I can't give that to you. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I said exactly, but I, he, I didn't let him smell my hair and that was it. That was it. I, I never saw him again after that. I think I saw him in the band after that, you know, when we would go out. But I never actually, there was no other dates after that. I wasn't into it. Um, so there's a little funny story to share with you guys. Ay, ay, ay. With the smell thing, it's funny because redheads do smell different and arguably better than everyone else. So... There has been studies again, okay? The first recorded evidence of this was from uh, a book called Le Perfume de la Femme, okay, by some scientist, some doctor. And the book and his findings were based on experimentation and obser observations, which means they weren't entirely scientific. But one of the series was that every woman gave off a specific a specific bouquet of scent based solely on their hair color. And when he tested his theory out on redheads, he was able to detect that we have our own particular scent. And for redheads or and women with chestnut hair. So he observed that our scent to be that of ambergris is what he called it. An earthy and sensual scent. And I do believe that because I have been told I do smell different and I smell pretty sexy. <laughs> it's very interesting. And other redheaded women that I speak to and I, we talk about this, they, they say the same thing. So 
I, 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 it's real. It's real, guys. So if you've never smelled a redheaded woman before, before you die, I suggest trying. So here's a little science behind it, okay? Because the scent is different when you have red hair. So especially when you try scent, like put a scent on your skin. So I can put a perfume on my skin that will smell completely different than say all of my cousins because they don't have red hair. So they will put on a perfume and it will all smell the same on their skin. I put on the same perfume and it smells completely different and usually better. Um, and I'm not, that's not like a braggy thing. That's just a factual thing. There's something about the chemistry on redhead skin. We have a more acidic skin than blondes or brunettes. So because of that, we transform a scent into something different. So it's really funny and it happens all the time. I will put on a perfume and a little while later, it's something else. It smells like something else and it smells better than what was in the bottle. Oh, redheads have a little secret. If we want our scent that we're wearing to have some longevity, we spray it in our hair because the red hair really holds on to that scent. Well, let's talk about sexy sex things in redheads, shall we? Let's move on a little bit. And more specifically, how being a redhead gives you um, a leg up, so to speak, when it comes to getting down to business. Now, there's some science, again, behind this, and I'm just going to get into it, all right? For instance, redheads know when it's getting cold before you know. So if you don't have red hair, and I'm talking to you right now, I know when it's going to get cold before you. Because we can feel things that are different than you can feel things. I get hotter before. I, I, I'm hotter than you get hotter. I'm, I'm colder than you too. Like, and what, what happens is when it comes to temperature, we feel the extremes of both. So we feel the extremes of both cold and warm temperatures more than anyone else, uh, there was a study about this, um, a few studies actually. It might have to do with the MC1R gene, which I do have. You know, it's, it's very interesting because it can make redheads more sensitive in the bedroom. You see how that translates? If we're sensitive to hot, if we're sensitive to cold, we're much more sensitive in many other ways. So... That's what that has to do with sex. We'll just, we'll just put that right out there like that, okay? Some more fun uh, redhead sexy facts. Crazy in bed, okay? I'm just going to say it. Redheads are crazy in bed. Go back to, you know, the girl from American Pie. You know, I think it was her name, Michelle, uh, Allison Hannigan. If you haven't seen the film, you've probably heard all about it. How this one time at band camp, dot, 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 Okay. And she did something with a flute. That's like, she's a redhead. And, you know, it was an iconic film moment. It was comedy. It was hysterical. Um, but that's used to, uh, that, that red hair is used to even give more passion to it. So here's the thing. Like, her character is pretty kind of, it's kind of a dud character until she gets in the bedroom. Which is, it turns around. Right? So all of a sudden she's like, 
<laughs> kind of like overcoming. I think his name is Jim. She's like on top of him and is like, what's my name, bitch? <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's very, very funny. There's a lot of movies out there and TV shows or whatever that depict this, uh, this sort of behavior from redheaded women. So it's fair to argue that these assumptions about us might actually lead to us being more open with sex. So I think if people expect you to be a little kinkier in the bedroom and they pursue you for that reason, you might be game to try those things out. I mean, maybe you never really thought of yourself that way, but like since your partner brought it up, you know, and it's like, mm, why not kind of thing. Why not give it a go? If people feel more comfortable bringing up what they'd like to do in bed with you because they think you're wilder than the rest, <laughs> then it's more likely to yield actual results. You know what I'm saying? So it's just interesting how that works. So are redheads actually crazier in bed? Or is it just the assumption that leads us to having more confidence to act more crazy in bed? I don't know. So who knows? Maybe we are better and better than everybody else. <laughs> you know, maybe on average we're a little bit more down to trying things out. Yeah, maybe. But um, I think that I can't really speak for other redheads at all. You know, saying that, this is just my opinion. That might be what it is. Depending upon the kind of redhead circles you run in. <laughs> So to speak, you may have had someone tell you that redheads have more sex, right? So, or we're slutty or more likely to hop into bed quicker than other people. And if you're a red, maybe this has manifested itself when you're out at a bar and you can't help but notice that everyone who hits on you looks shocked if you say thanks but no thanks to going home with them. You know, the stereotype that redheads have more fun, however, has been confirmed by studies but the important question is this, have these studies been influenced by the stereotypes too? That's what I'm wondering. There are two recent studies that confirm the idea that redheads are more promiscuous than those with any other hair color. So we'll start with one of them. It's out of Germany, which claimed it interviewed hundreds of women and found that red-haired ladies had more partners and were more sexually active than women with other hair colors. But I don't know. After doing a little bit more research on that, this is what I found. The study wasn't published in any reputable science journal. So the science behind it isn't entirely sound. Um, also, it's not clear from the study where this doctor actually conducted this if it uh if it actually works there's no indication as to where the study took place you know what i mean so i don't know if it was involved in a university think tank or research institute whether or not the redheads interviewed for this had dyed red hair or were all natural redheads that was never discussed either um and there are no statistics surrounding this study so however with that being said there's another study to address here, people. A more recent one from Match.com, okay? And this study surveyed 5,300 unmarried men and women across the country, and it found that redheaded women orgasm more 
than any other hair color. 41% of the redhead responded said they achieved orgasm 90 to 100% of the time, compared to 36% of blondes, 34% of brunettes, and 29% of women with black hair. The study also found, that's a huge, <laughs> laughing, that's a, that's a big difference, guys. That is, I, that's a, yep, okay. Um, the study also found that redheads think about sex more <laughs> and have had more threesomes. This is getting kinkier by the minute. More threesomes and have also experienced more one-night stands and friends with benefits and those kinds of things, uh, more than other hair colors. So as a re result of this study, um, in numerous sites like Women's Health and BuzzFeed, Pop Sugar, Shape, to name a few, they also report that redheads have more fun than any other hair color. And by more fun, I mean more sex, because that is what these numbers seem to suggest is what we are all about. We're all about that D or V, if you know. We gotta look behind, we gotta look at the facts, first of all, people behind these results, which were graciously provided by Match.com. So again, the findings, 41% of red-haired women achieve orgasm 90 to 100% of the time. Women with red hair think about sex more. Red-haired ladies have more threesomes. <laughs> Ginger women have more one-night stands and friends with benefits relationships. So, of the 5,300 people who responded to this study, only 186 identified as female redheads, which makes up just 3 to 5% of the total. So not a huge sample pool here. And to add to the small number of respondents, the exact phrasing of the question asked to determine hair color was this. Currently, what color is your hair? Meaning that we have no idea if the 186 people who responded were natural or fake redheads. But in both studies, it's unclear if the participants are natural redheads, unfortunately. We just don't know. And the surveys only studied women, which means a more accurate study would need to be included uh, with our sexy ginger men. You know what I mean? They have such a bad rep. And they're cute. And some of them are really hot. Um, you know, here's the thing. You can be influenced by results, Right. You really can. And because if you're being told, if you're being told by society on a whole that you're more promiscuous and sexual than everyone else, you might be more confident. You know, you might be more confident answering questions about sex and talking about sex. Norms or non-reds who dye their hair red may also lean into this as well because they've got the red hair going on. You know, it still works for them. But they just won't have. You can dye your hair red, guys. Oh my gosh, there's so many. I don't. I'm never. I'm never going to say names. I'm never going to rat anyone out. But man, you know we're on Instagram, right? And so many girls don't have natural red hair, and it just blows my mind. It just blows my mind. Anyway, um, because they use like these uh, apps that make your hair red. Like I know someone for a fact that is a much older woman who has black hair and on Instagram, she's pretty popular, 
I'm not going to say who it is. I would never do that. But she uses a program to make her hair really bright red and look really, really young. But anyway, I'll leave it at that. This evening, there's so many more facts about redheads. But I'm going to leave you with this little quote to end this redhead vixen podcast episode, however you want to say it. This is a quote from Roger Sterling of Mad Men, and it goes like this. I like redheads. Their mouths are like a drop of strawberry jam in a glass of milk. And I agree. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed episode two. Please know how much I adore you all. Your love and support means the world. And again, it is literally amazing to me and it makes me want to do more of what I do. You can find me at the Kinky Peach Podcast on Instagram, Peppers of Peach on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, Spotify, and Apple as well.